listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Anthony A., Mondo, and Black Cat. and thanks for joining us on the 289th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we'll be discussing The Offering, which is a new 2023 release. I think it was just straight to Hulu, but don't quote me on that. I think it was, too. Um, As a reminder, we do tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk. The Offering is streaming on Hulu, as Amy just mentioned, so make sure to uh, check that out before continuing if you are spoiler sensitive. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to steal your sunshine. (laughs) It's all good. Uh, I personally don't really think that you need to worry about the spoilers, but, you know, to each their own, really. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what happened in that movie, so I don't oh my God, know same. if I can. I'm yeah. so glad that you said that because I mean, we'll get there. We'll get there, girl. We'll get there. Okay, <laughs> I'm just saying I don't think I can spoil it because I don't know how to spoil it. Hundred <laughs> percent. That's where I was going, but I wasn't. You know, I didn't fire straight. <laughs> okay, episode over. Yeah, yeah. done. Uh, but before we jump into the offering today, let's get started with the segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is Insidious, the Red Door, a.k.a. Insidious 5. It has a July 7th release date. It's directed by Patrick Wilson. Woo! It's his directorial debut. Um, it's written by Lee Winnell who we obviously know from the other Saw films, as or Saw films, the other Insidious films, as well as Saw uh, and Dead Silence and Upgrade and numerous Ooh. other films. It's also written by Scott Teams, who wrote the new Firestarter and Halloween Kills. The IMDb summary is the Lamberts, 10 years after the last installment, as Dalton begins college. What a wonky summary. It's not a great one. Um... um. Dalton goes to college. Insidious. Insidious. Dalton, Dalton goes, goes to college. <laughs> <laughs> Dalton checks in. Oh, Dalton checks in. Dunstan <laughs> checks in, but I not the horror that's version. I, that's where I stole it from. No I monkeys are involved. No. Um. Well, maybe. Just not I mean, in the yeah, trailer. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> there could be a monkey in there so, somewhere. You don't know. It's fair. That's a fair <laughs> assumption. Uh, all the surprises in the the nether realm or whatever they call it. Yeah. Um, so I like based off the trailer, I would like see this movie and I'd be excited to have the fam back. And, but I can't trust insidious trailers because of how badly we were burned with insidious four. So I don't know. I don't know. Am I going to see this? Yes. Do I have expectations? Absolutely not. That's kind of where I'm at right now. I feel like we can trust this a little more than a Key Fingers or even an Insidious 3, which Insidious 3 isn't awful. It's not mm-hmm. the best, but it's not awful. Um, because it's 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 going back to its roots, right? We yes. have we have the Lamberts again. Um we didn't have the Lamberts in three and four. So we didn't. um I'm more into this. Than I would be if they just made another like random insidious trailer. Although I do remember how into key fingers we were, um, which is really insidious, the last key, but we call it key fingers. Yeah, because um, the guy has king key fingers. He or does the person, have key fingers. the demon, the demon person. Uh, yeah, um, I am a little bit anxious though because I feel like. We're getting more of the same demons um, as we have in previous. And, and mo- part of my favorite thing with Insidious is like the creature monsters, demons that we get are always kind of different. Um, especially in the first Insidious film, we get like five or six different like creature designs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
now we just have our old our old favorites have come back <laughs> to say hello. Um, this is going to be mostly the red face demon, though it looks like. Yeah, I f- well, I feel like all of the ones that maybe haunted Dalton in his first go around. Yeah. Um, we have the but- little boy, right? He's he mm-hmm. comes back. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, I I'm. I'm going to watch it. I'm excited. I think it's really cool that Patrick Wilson's, you know, doing his directing thing and his acting thing. Like, that's really hard to do. I'm going to direct and act in the film. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot. And, you know, I applaud his bravery. And I hope, I hope it's good. I'm going to see it, even if it's bad, because I'm just, I love Insidious so much. (laughs) They're just fun watches. Yeah. Um and it looks like this we're also going back to our um special effects roots as well. Uh which I'm excited about because it looks like we have a lot of practical stuff going on. Um yeah. which makes us happy always. Yes. I mean that's that's part of why I think I I credit or- the original Insidious for bringing a lot of that back and like not being afraid to use smoke machines and other means of you know what what was once considered outdated and bringing it back and making it something new again Mm -hmm. um and i feel like a lot of people followed suit after insidious and started doing it more and more um i mean i'm sure they're not you know the first in modern day to bring it back but it's they did it so well that i think it made other teams less afraid to do it do you know what i mean absolutely yeah for sure so yes insidious the red door i'm i'm in i'm gonna see it is it gonna be good i don't know but the trailer looks fun and it It looks good enough for me to watch so that's that's how it is (laughs) big same big same cool should we jump in i mean i think we have no other choice all right, this could be very short, guys. Um, <laughs> we have we are going. Okay, stay tuned. Yeah, after the offering, because we both watched Evil Dead Rise, so we can talk about that a little. So bit. you guys spoiler have free, something to look forward to. <laughs> spoiler, spoiler free, of course. Um. Okay. So, but before that, we're going to talk yeah. about the offering from yes. 2023, directed by Oliver Park, uh, who also did A Night of Horror, Nightmare Radio. Uh, Written by Hank Hoffman and Jonathan Younger, the IMDb summary is, A family struggling with loss find themselves at the mercy of an ancient demon trying to destroy them from the inside. Okay. I didn't know that was what it was about, so that's nice. I should have read that before watching the movie. (laughs) Uh, Even reading it after, I'm not connecting the dots, so I don't know if it would have helped. Yeah, I think... I feel like something happened in the script phase of this. Or, that we didn't get. Yeah, yeah. Because it feels like there's a plot, but I just don't know what it is. It does feel like we're not in on the joke. Not the funny joke, but like we're not in on the inside scoop. We're like, we get bits and pieces, but never really the full story. Yeah, I feel like with this kind of plot, because it's it's intricate, it's like there's folklore we're dealing with, as well as rules we're dealing with, but I'm just not sure what that folklore is and what those rules are. Yeah, um, we don't learn anything. We have like a snippet at the beginning. Yes. And then a snippet kind of in the first quarter right where like the dad i think calls someone and asks about like the demon and the amulet and he's like well unless you we get real close to knowing what's happening yeah and it just goes crazy yeah and then it just kind of jumps in and we're like whoa did i miss (laughs) a piece wait (laughs) wait can i rewind uh yeah, so the big, so the movie starts off. We have an older man. He has this circle on the ground, and he's fighting with an unknown entity in the room. We see a little girl, and we see some other kind of older woman. And he ends up killing himself because he's trying. It's it's obvious he's dealing with some kind of demon that wants to take 
something wants sacrifices Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. the old man is not into it anymore he says i don't want to do it anymore and he kills himself in a way in which we we later find out is to trap a demon in his body basically the demon goes in he stabs himself with a special knife and he has a amulet around his neck and that traps the demon in the body Mm-hmm. Fast forward, we got this family. It's a an old an old man owns this, um, um, what you call it, mortuary. Mortuary. Yeah, mm-hmm. he owns a mortuary, like an old Jewish mortuary. And his son comes home with his wife, his shiksa wife. <laughs> <laughs> and I, there was some bad blood, I think, between father and son because he got married too a non-Jewish woman and and it's um uh, they're they're reuniting and which it's kind of hard to believe cuz cuz grandpa seems like a lovely man. He really does. <laughs> I feel like there like... was something else. There was some other thing. It it I think more than that it had to do with the mother passing away okay. and like the upbringing. I got a sneak peek of it, but I don't really remember what it was. But it was something to do. He was estranged because of something to do with like the mom. Okay, maybe and it was being the a little bit neglected. Got it. Okay, I um, will say this has the bones of a good film. Like it has a really good idea. Totally. Um, that's why I'm curious. Like, what version of what draft of the the script are we working on? Someone messed with I, this because I, I feel like also- there was. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, I kind of also feel like it's hard for me to judge this movie because Hulu has it with commercials and the commercials aren't really timed very well. And so it they happen in the middle of the scene sometimes. And once that commercial happens, I get kind of taken out of it. So I think I wasn't probably as present as I could have been if I had watched it like straight. You know what I mean? I mean, I'll tell you right now, I have Hulu without commercials, so I watched this without commercials. Okay. I was just as lost. You know, okay. I don't I don't know that I got anything <laughs> more out of this than you did. Cool. Just making sure. I just wanted to throw I, that in there just in case. I fell asleep during the climax of the film and had mm-hmm. to rewind and rewatch it. Um so that's not the making of a great film when you're falling asleep during the most uh quote unquote exciting part. Because I just had no fucking clue what was happening. No, I had to rewind it a couple times. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of, like, um, autopsy of Jane Doe vibes because we have, totally. like, a younger man and an older man working on uh, not bodies. necessarily an autopsy, but, you know, bodies. Yeah. Um, there's, like, creepy flickering lights and things of that nature. I will say we get a lot of FaceTime with the demon. Um, and I'm not sure that that's a great thing. I think that the demon's kind of cute. Like, the demon wasn't really... <laughs> in terms of, like, d- different demons I've seen in film um, in in my life, uh, which has been numerous. I've seen quite a few demons in film. <laughs> uh, this is one of the cuter ones, you know? It was like a cute pan. Yeah, it was a cuter pan. You're yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looked very similar to pan. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and we see it a lot. Like, I feel like it's better not to be showing it that much, especially because obviously the budget did not allow for a practical demon. Mm-hmm. So we definitely had a digital demon. 100% digital, right? I mean, it, it, I don't know if it yes. was or not, but it it looked it. It looked um, it because it was very wispy and also yeah. it was very soft. It didn't have like, yeah. It wasn't eliciting the fear that I think it was trying to. Um, the film was trying to create. It gave me kind of mummy vibes because it sure. was always yelling, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that was not working for the film in general. I don't think I don't think any of the scares were successful um, for that reason. I think we're seeing too much. Uh, similarly with the little girl, I, I don't know how hard it is to cast a creepy little girl, but I don't know that this was the right choice. Um, I was never scared by the creepy girl. It's really easy to scare me with children. Um, yeah. This did not work for me. The makeup was very apparent. It looked like a little girl wearing makeup. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And she... It felt like she was reading a script, you know, 
Mm-hmm. It felt like she had cue cards or something. You know, what I mean? it wasn't. Yeah, uh, it didn't feel authentic. Unfortunately for me, that didn't work either. So those were like the two creepy things. I guess the old lady also did not. She even when she was supposed to be creepy, I still was like, oh look at that cute little old woman. <laughs> Another yeah, she was just frustrating. It's also really not hard to make a creepy old woman. I feel like that's another easy thing to do. Um, so, unfortunately, scares didn't quite work for me. I will yeah. say, though, I I like the idea of it. I love... Oh, same. I love the, the family tension. I love the, the place setting we have. This house is amazingly creepy. Mm-hmm. Um, the setting is amazingly creepy. It's, uh, you know... We have a lot of really great things here. It looks really good. I just feel the editing, I don't know if it was the editing or the script or both in combo just did not work for me. The pacing wasn't there. No, the pacing was not there. And and like like we mentioned earlier, there's just not a lot of explanation for things for Mm -hmm. why this demon, how this demon, I mean, I know pretty much what I I figured out was that the first old man was trying to summon an archangel that would bring his wife back to him. Um, and he thought he, um, oh my God, we have a helicopter issue here. Sorry if you hear that. Um, (laughs) we have a, you know, I think he thought he had one archangel and ended up getting this other demon. Apparently this is the same demon, uh, Abzu, uh, from, um, possession. Possession. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, that likes to steal children, the souls of little children. See, so, and I thought that that was kind of the thing. I thought that the demon was trying to get him to give him a child's soul or whatever yes. in exchange yeah. for the wife, right? Yeah, I think okay. it was like, I will take your wife and your unborn child if you don't give me a kid. Um, which I feel like we could have explored that a little bit. We could have made him question or think about it. Yeah. Like, that could have happened way earlier in the movie. Um, we waste a lot of time with silly jo- j- jump scares that don't really work that are like dreams. So like, oh, something scary happened. Uh, no, just kidding. It was just a dream. Uh, there's a couple of those. Um, it's I, very I'm, Rosemary's Baby. I'm not a fan of the jump scare dreams. Just have something actually happen in your story. <laughs> Yeah. You know, I feel like especially when your film is having this big of a pacing problem, like adding these unnecessary scares uh, are not helping. Like it'd be scarier if we knew what the heck was going on, probably. Agreed. Um, so, um, yeah, unfortunately, a bit of a mess. But like I said, I do really like the idea this is the kind of film I want to see get remade because I'm like, there's a, there's something here. There's something, there's a really good idea here. It just didn't work um, for whatever reason. You can tell, this is just one of those films you can tell was a victim of funding uh, issues, producers getting too involved in the script or, or, or something. Uh, we've seen it a billion times. When a film is this scattered, you know it's not intentional. Right? There, there had to have been something more to it. Um, so, yeah, I'd be interested to read the script because um, it's just it. Yeah, it just jumps in such weird ways that there's no way that like someone was writing a story, a cohesive story, and like left these things out. Yeah. It's one of those things where you have a, a solid idea in your head and then you write it out and you forget about the details because you're yeah. so ingrained in your brain that you forget that other people don't know what's in your brain. Yeah. So a little frustrating to watch. But like I said, there are some good moments and the idea is really strong. I, mm-hmm. I, I had high hopes for it at the beginning because I was like, oh, OK, I can get behind this. You know, I feel like a, a mortuary is a really especially when there's a family living in a mortuary, it's giving like. It's giving like horror my girl vibes. Yeah. <laughs> Grown up horror my girl. <laughs> Six feet under. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's right. Six feet under. Yeah. It's a great place setting for a horror film if you can oh, yeah. if you can pull it off, man. It's Especially, just such an, yeah. it's it's such an interesting thing to think too that like people live 
at mortuary. You know what I mean? Like you could easily just not live there, but I feel like it's pretty common that they do live there. At so. least like in this kind of a setting, right? Yeah. In like the Hasidic community. Sure. Um, which I think is another interesting thing because I feel like, and maybe this is because I have been binge watching Supernatural, like it's my job. Um, a lot of times in situations where you're, you know, fighting against ghosts or demons, et cetera, it's like you burn the body thing, but that's something yeah. that that strict Hasidic Jews don't do. It's it's always a burial situation. Right. So, right. I mean, that lends itself to this perfectly, especially, you know, and amulets get involved and it's wonderful. It's like a really awesome starting point for something yeah. completely horrific, but yeah. this kind of got lost. Yeah. I do like how they added like the, the excuse my lame terminology, Jewish funeral um, setting. I love the, the covering of the mirrors. I feel like is always a really great way to have a quick little scare moment in a film. Anytime anything's covered in a white sheet, you have a really great opportunity. Yeah, it's been done before, but who doesn't love a white sheet scare? Uh, <laughs> I do. Uh uh, the camera, the camera thing that they did, I thought was effective. Mm -hmm. I liked the camera jump scare. Again, that's been done a hundred times, but they did a good job with it. That was yeah. probably the most effective scare in the entire film. So, I mean, they can do it. Yeah. They just didn't do it enough. Um, mm -hmm. uh, I got a little lost there. But no, uh, the um, even like the mezuzah, is that how you say it? Oh, the, yeah, the mezuzah breaking. The mezuzah breaking I thought was really cool. Yeah. Um, I've never seen that in a horror film, and it's kind of like, uh, I don't know, like we see a lot of crosses doing crazy shit, and it's kind of cool to see a different No, there was so much good vibe. stuff here. I loved all <laughs> yeah. of the, um, the like, sigils all yes. over the place. Like, yeah. it, it was great. It was a great setting. The yeah. set decorators, 10 out of 10. Absolutely. Absolutely. I don't like the amulet. It yeah. looked like plastic. Yeah. I was I needed like, that to look can't older break. and more fancy. <laughs> that can't break. <laughs> All right, I'm good. All right. Same. Can we talk we should talk about the end. It doesn't make any sense. Do you understand under it? No. All right. Well, we should talk about it a little bit. So we <laughs> Just because I, I think we need to talk it out. Maybe we can figure it out. I don't think so. so. No. It's like it's like weird Krampus vibes, but like not. Well, I kind of understand the end. So we have uh, the wife was taken and her husband's there trying to save her. And the demon's basically like, hey, Ayo, give me a baby. <laughs> and he's like. No, I'm not going to do that. And he reads a prayer. And then uh, his, I don't know, the guy helping him, uh, he's like, okay, the demon goes inside of me. He's like, okay, now stab me so that we can kill this demon and trap it in my body. And the guy stabs him, finds out that the guy stabbed him is actually the demon. And he wasn't wearing the amulet. And you can't trap a demon without wearing the amulet. So, like, that whole thing I got. Right? Mm -hmm. But it was after with the wife. So did any of that stuff with the husband actually happen? Yeah. It did? Yeah. I think okay. that so she, she was like, just... she woke up under the table like it didn't happen even though yeah. it did. Because then she woke up under the table that it happened. She sees the husband and runs towards him. And then he puts the hand on and the demon's voice is like, is the baby okay or something like that? Yeah. And then she looks down and there's the sigil. She's in the she's in the circle. Yeah. So he. I mean, it's it's not a bad idea. No. It could have been better, but it yes. was. I mean, that that's actually overall not a bad idea. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. It felt a little rushed that part. That's it. A hundred percent felt rushed. Yeah. I thought I got breaking dawned. You know, I thought that that didn't happen, you know, like it yeah. was just a dream again. <laughs> yeah, no, I think the hint that the demon voice was coming from the husband yeah. made it be like, yes, it did happen. Makes sense. All right. The offering. There you go. You can check it out yourself if you'd like. 
Streaming on Hulu. I mean, I've seen worse films, to be honest. Oh, 100%. <laughs> it's, not, it's not completely uh, a waste of time, to be honest. No. I, I didn't hate it. I just, it's 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 frustrating when you see a, a, a cool new idea with like, I don't know. It has a lot of promise. So it's extra yeah. frustrating when it does and then it doesn't quite work out. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Should we talk about... Evil Dead rises now. Spoiler free, of course. It just rise. It. It's just rise. It just froze. It's just, just yeah, <laughs> just, a just few the days one. Ago. Just the one. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So Amy and I both saw Evil Dead rise over the weekend, and, and this we... is the first. Wait, wait, wait. This is oh. the first time that we've seen movies in theaters, and we have not talked about if we liked it or not beforehand, because... It's true. I really have no idea how Carly feels about this. Let's just talk about how we thought we were going to feel about it first, because I... You were pretty set on hating it. Yeah. Um, and in my head, you hate it. Yeah. Um, but after seeing it, I'm not sure that you hate it, uh, and I'm not sure <laughs> how I feel about it, period. So I, I'm excited to talk about it a little bit. So d- did you hate it, is really my question. Okay, so going into this movie, I was expecting not to like it at all. Even though I've heard nothing but amazing things about it, I kept hearing it get brought back to like, oh, it's like the first one was kind of what I kept hearing. The and first I was one like, meaning 2013. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not the yeah. first, first one. Not right. the not the OG trilogy. Not the OG. Yeah. Um, which I did not like. Um, I've tried to, I want to, God, I want to like that movie so much. And I revisit <laughs> it kind of on a regular basis, hoping maybe this time I'll feel different. I just can't get into it for whatever reason. Um, this movie, I, after the first scene, I was expecting not to like it, but I actually enjoyed it more than I thought I was going to. There were a lot of things about it, um, that I just kind of had fun with. I mm-hmm. also uh, had an old fashioned before, so that might have uh, helped. <laughs> sure. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I I appreciated um, a, a lot of the cinematography. I thought it looked really great. Um, again, I also really liked the setting of the apartments. It gave me what is that film that we just watched with the apartments and the and the, the foreign film. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm-mm. Oh man, with the ghosts and they ever like people were dead and they had like the kids going into the into the apartment. Oh, uh, Do you know what um, Satan slaves too. That's it. It, oh. it reminded me of that a little with just the apartment setting and having mm-hmm. some of our neighbors kind of involved. I could see that. Sure. Yeah, and it was very like green, but like dirty green. I don't yeah. know. I liked the vibe of it. Um, I wasn't particularly attached to any of the characters necessarily, um, but that didn't really bother me because I feel like I was just kind of taking it as it was. I okay, all right. I I also didn't hate it, and I was kind of thinking I. I here's the thing: I didn't think I was going to hate it. Um, I don't <laughs> hate. 2013's Evil Dead. I yeah. appreciate it for what it is, uh, but I didn't. I didn't love it upon rewatch as much as I did in the theater. In the theater, yeah. I really liked the, the 2013's Evil Dead, um, and then when I rewatched it a few years back, um, I did not love it. Um, and I think the reason I didn't love it was mostly character and dialogue based, mm-hmm. um, because the gore in that film. It's the great. special effects in that film, phenomenal. Um, I think it was just the fact that mm-hmm. I didn't really like any of the characters <laughs> and the way they were talking yeah. to each other. And um, I will say this film has a lot. It does a better job with the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't. We don't get, I think there's a reason they don't let us get too attached to the characters. Um, but I will say, I do think that um, they're a little bit more friendly and realistic. Mm-hmm. I, I felt I felt like it was very realistic. And, and honestly, that's kind of a good and a bad thing, right? With Evil Dead, I feel like it shouldn't be so realistic. 
<laughs> I, I think um, that their relationships, I mean, it was realistic, but it was also kind of, you know, a little, I don't know. Um, I liked having this family unit. Yeah. Um, I like the idea of it really a lot. Uh, I was expecting to be like, this doesn't make sense. How are they in this building? Like, what are we doing? Yeah. Um, But I think the the explanations I had for everything made perfect sense. Mm -hmm. Um, I really liked how they did it. Um, I I would recommend that everyone watch it. I I think it's a good watch. Um, I'm glad I saw it in theaters. Um, and I would recommend to people who are a fan of the Evil Dead franchise, even if you didn't like 2013's Evil Dead, uh, I liked this more than that. Uh, I will say, I think the gore in 2013's Evil Dead is more gruesome than the gore we get here. Uh, I was expecting this to be way more gruesome than it is. Not to say it's not, it's still Evil Dead level gruesome, uh, but they held back in parts uh, that I was not expecting. Uh, held back kind of a lot now that I'm thinking about it. And I don't want to give spoilers so we can talk about this off the podcast. But Yeah. Um, no, they definitely did, especially when you even compare. I mean, especially when you compare to 2013, but even just like Raimi films in general. Even, I know that like he didn't do this one, but... Um, he produced it, right? Yeah, yeah. Like he's probably pretty active in that role. I, would think. I, feel, I feel like I remember hearing something about like, one of the lead actors was like, oh, I was covered in so much blood. And I so I was waiting for more. And I feel like a lot of it probably was just like saved for, you know, like our grand finale, necess- you know, whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But um, but I agree. I, it, I could have been more gross. <laughs> and with what I was hearing, like the, the, yeah. the social media discussions I've read, uh, I was just expecting it to be nuts um it it was gruesome i would never say it wasn't uh it just wasn't at the 2013 level it just wasn't um totally and that's all i have to say about that spoiler free uh let's talk a little bit uh, do you want to talk a little bit about like our theater experience because we have very different like things we look for in a theater experience so i thought it might be kind of interesting to chat about that a little bit yeah um, my theater experience wasn't anything crazy, um, or out of the norm. I feel like a lot of times with these movies, you have, um, parts where, like, the theater erupts or gets really excited. And I would say yeah. it was kind of a mellow experience compared to, um, the ex- the things I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. But I, the audience enjoyed it. I could tell. You went to like a nighttime showing too, right? Was it opening night? Was it Thursday uh, night? It was Friday. It was a Friday. Friday. Night. Yeah. Okay. Um, I went to a matinee this Sunday. Um, <laughs> I love. I love a Sunday matinee. It's my faves. Uh, it was ten thirty in the morning. <laughs> but the the theater usually I like going to matinees because the crowd the theaters just aren't as crowded and people just tend to not be as annoying in the theater. <laughs> easily annoyed by theater talkers um i was surprised by how many people were in the theater um it was one of the larger rooms that they had and it was like it was like i would say half around maybe a little less than half that's really impressive for a matinee it's super for 10 30 matinee horror movie yeah there's not a lot of weirdos like me that like that um (laughs) There was a, a, a couple teenagers who were by themselves, and I was like, "Oh, it's me." Um, and then there were um, there was like a, a dude probably about my age with a, a little boy who was about ten, and I was like, "Oh shit!" And they were sitting right in front of me, so I was having a lot of fun like checking in and being like, "Is that little kid okay?" <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was. He was fine. He liked it. Um, and then there was, you know. You know, just like some families, like a couples. Um, so that was, I just thought that was uh, fun. I always like to see who goes to the movies at 1030 on a Sunday. You know, it's, it's an interesting. It's always an interesting mix of people. Uh, so I always think that's fun. Um, and it, yeah, I can agree with you. It was kind of mild. Usually yeah. there's a screamer or, you know, someone who who maybe went with their friend that didn't know what they were getting themselves into. Uh, mm-hmm. I didn't. I didn't really have any of that. I didn't have any yelling. I didn't really hear any kind of response to anything, no. uh, which 
was unexpected, mm-hmm. even on a ten thirty Sunday. <laughs> no, so. I totally agree. Um, there were definitely moments where yes. I feel like uh, a response, and and part of me is like, am I? Because usually I think when I feel that way, like, oh, there could have been more gore. I'm like, am I just maybe kind of jaded and like old because I've seen a lot? Um, But that kind of theater experience makes me feel like, no, like everyone felt that way. Maybe. No, I think that that's what people want, you know? Sure. Sure. Um, Yeah. I don't know. I... I do think it's definitely worth seeing. It is fun. You can 100% tell that the writer-director loves the franchise and appreciates Mm -hmm. it because I feel like a lot of the direction did feel, you know, very Raimi-esque, which kind of made it fit in. And obviously there's a lot of callbacks. Um, Yeah. So, I yeah, I think that it was a great, fun homage film. There was a lot of... um... When I was watching it, I kept asking myself, like, what would make this more Evil Dead? What would make this new version of Evil Dead more Evil Dead or more to my liking? And I, I just couldn't really think of anything. Um, yeah. You know, I was thinking, is it campy enough? It definitely has campy moments. Um Maybe it could have been a little campier, but it's like it's hard to make a campy movie when you have a budget. <laughs> hmm. Totally. I mean, we're never going to get back to original Evil Dead. It's just not going to happen in this day and age, I don't think. You mm-hmm. know, it'd be too difficult. You can't go back. You know, you can't go home again. But this is the best version of what I would expect. I think, it, you know, I kept asking, like, well, do we need more of this? Or this was more in the original film. But then they would do something like that. I'm trying not to be specific. That that would kind of like, I guess, satiate that part of me that wanted that thing. I'm being very vague, but maybe you can follow me a little bit. <laughs> no, yeah, I I think. Um, also, I know that one of the things that I was, I think you were too, uh, a little worried about upon watching the trailer um, was it looked very CGI heavy in certain parts, but I was happy that it didn't. That didn't translate to the film. So I don't know if no. they like fancified some things up for the trailer where it, it looked very cartoony, but it didn't look that way um, in the actual film. Because I was trying to find them. I was trying to find those moments where I was like, oh, this is really cartoony. It wasn't um, that bad. It no. wasn't that bad. No, um, it wasn't at all. I hate the poster. Um, Same. For this film, I know when the trailer came out, neither of us were were very happy about it, Um, much to, uh, you know, social media chagrin, because we definitely got some (laughs) shit for that. Um, And I was like, oh, am I supposed to be excited about this? Because everyone was very excited about this movie, at least a lot of people were. Um, So I, you know, I reevaluated after I found out how social media felt. <laughs> I still hate the, the poster. <laughs> I still but hate I the poster, but I don't I think, think I realized how like involved Raimi was in it or, you know, that they really when we did our review of the trailer, I don't think I knew how involved they were and like how much of a passion project this was. I felt like more watching the trailer that maybe it was just going to be a cash grab. Um I don't feel like that anymore. I don't think that's accurate. Um, the poster absolutely though is not great um and it's funny because we were talking uh to al about it and he mentioned like he thinks that they changed the poster after smile saw success because the creepy smile on the front because she looks like she's wearing clown makeup it doesn't look right they're the same vibes and uh Alyssa sutherland did an amazing job oh my gosh Um, yeah the acting she killed it and it, this this poster is definitely a disservice because she looks creepier in the film yeah. just as act, her using her acting. She than, did a great job. Yeah. Holy than, cow. Then this CGI situation is making it look so. Yeah. It's like, oh, there's not enough creepy singing. Oh, and then there's creepy singing. You know, like that, that kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, she killed it. <laughs> she did. All right. I don't want to say anything else because I don't want to spoil yeah, no spoilers. No spoils. All, no spoils. Everything here was opinions. But we are going to try and talk a little bit more about spoiler-free, like, theater films. 
So stay tuned Mm -hmm. for more of those things. So we discussed Lee Winnell when we were talking about Insidious Red Door, and we are going to be talking about him a lot more in this coming month. We are. What do do we got coming next week for our listeners, Miss Carly? We are tackling the entire (sighs) Saw franchise next next month. Starting next week. We are going. uh, Yeah. I was like next month, but next week because next week is next month. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) um we are uh gonna start back up with doing two movies a week uh just for this month i believe um we're gonna be discussing saw and saw two um and then subsequently each week after that so you guys have a couple options you can either watch two movies a week with us if you want to watch all of them as fast as you would like, go crazy. Uh, <laughs> if you want to say, you know what, I've seen these once. That's it for me. That's cool sure. too. Fair. Um, <laughs> we're here for it. Um, I know Saw is streaming on Pluto and Freevee. Um, and then I think Saw 2 is also streaming on Pluto. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Freevee as well. So check them out. I can't and believe then- it was 2003. Like, it's just bonkers to Wild. me. <laughs> Wild. Wild. Can you even believe it? No. 2004. No, I... 2004? Oh, 2004. 2004, yeah. Oh, man. I'm yeah. excited. I haven't revisited this film in a very long time. Yeah, I haven't seen it since the theater in 2004. Stop it. I haven't. What? I haven't. Oh, this is going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) I really, I vague, I remember it kind of. I remember there's a cop aspect, like Mm -hmm. they're trying to find the guy. Mm -hmm. And I know, obviously, Jigsaw. And then I know, you know, the room and the stuff happening. It's like, I feel like I remember it pretty well. Couldn't tell you the ending. Couldn't tell you. I don't know how it ends. It's going to be a good time, guys. It'll, I can't wait. I can't wait. Be, now, I just got so much more excited, actually. Did you? Because yeah. I haven't seen it since... When was the last time you saw Thaw? I mean, within the last couple of years, for Really? Sure. Yeah. Is this like a, a regular rewatch for you? No, it's kind of sometimes like, oh, what's what's on? Oh, this? Okay. Like, it's one of those for My- me. That's funny because I'm usually like, oh, what's what's on right now? Oh, it's Saw. I'm going to change the channel. Like, I, never, <laughs> I never think, oh, Saw is on. I'm going to watch it. Uh, that's never crossed my mind. It's on all the time. Um, it is Pluto on and stuff. all the time. Like Tony, my husband likes to flip through P- Pluto at night, you know, or watch something before bed. And Saw is on there fairly regularly, I feel like. And I'm ever, I'm never like, oh, wait, wait. Please rewind. Go back. Let's yeah, watch I, Saw. I always leave, um, as as I've said many times before, I leave the TV on for my dogs when I leave. And uh, sometimes I'll leave it on like the whatever horror channel that Pluto has. And sometimes I'll come back and this will be playing. And so I'll be like, oh, you I'll leave keep it on. horror movies on for your dogs? Sometimes because I watch them all the time. So it's like I'm here. Oh, okay. You know? Hank hates horror movies. Like <laughs> he, like tr- he will, he'll be like facing the TV, and he'll literally get up and turn around and face me, and then look at me oh, like, "What so the funny. fuck are you watching?" That's so funny. No, <laughs> he's it's, so um, judgmental. <laughs> it's Unsolved Mysteries or Adam's Family or like a horror channel are oh. usually the three, the three Pluto channels that I cycle between. Oh, you know they have like dog TV. Yeah, but then, but like, I don't watch that at home. So they, I feel like they know, oh, mom's here. You know, if I'm, if something's on that I would be watching. Sure. I'm kind of surprised that you don't watch dog TV sometimes. I sometimes watch dog TV. I got so much other stuff to watch, man. (laughs) Question. Have you seen this, the trailer for Strays? Oh, yeah. And and are you excited about that? 130. 10,000%. Oh, really? I'm going to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Tony's very excited about it. 
gets really excited anytime the trailer's on. I'm like, no, I guess I'm, we're seeing that. Yeah. Yes. I'm in. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Is there anything else you've been watching that you want to discuss? I've been watching a lot of Supernatural. Okay. Um. That this past week's episode of Ted Lasso is a fucking masterpiece. Oh my god! Oh my um, god! What a banger! Oh my god! A ten out of ten banger. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh man, just thinking about it warms my little heart. I know. I want to um, watch it again. Same. I think I'm gonna before this next one. Um, last night I went to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood at the New Bev, and that oh. was just a treat. I love that movie. Um, I didn't and it was so know that you loved it. Oh, really? I do. I love that movie. Um, it, that's another one of those like nearly three hour movies that I could watch sure. many times over and not get bored. And it was really funny because um, Austin Butler is Tex and um, he still had his like Southern draw, but his voice is like two octaves higher. And it just made me like kind of giggle to myself, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of anything else that I've been watching. Just the normal but, stuff. Yeah. Measle, Yellow Jackets. Oh, my God. Measle this uh, season, though. It's so, so good. good. Yeah. Mandalorian's over now. Um, I just started it. Oh, remember, yeah. Remember how I said I was going to wait till it ended? We've you been did. watching it. Yeah. Cute. I like it. I do, too. I'm I waiting too. for Lizzo and, and Jack, Jack, <laughs> Jack Black to show up. I... They are uh, that I feel like that episode got some shit, but I thought it was just delightful. Um, I like I am not a judgy Star Wars fan. I've been yeah. leaning into everything that they've kind of been doing, especially with this new season of Mando. And I've just been along for the ride and I've really been having a good time with it, to be honest. I'm enjoying it. Grogu just got a shield. I'm into what? it. A little cute son of a bitch. He is the cutest. His ears um, kill me. <laughs> like at first i ears? thought they were making him a helmet and i was like how are they gonna fit his little ears in there <laughs> his little ears flapping in the wind just Aww. makes me so so happy so stinking cute and how he's just always hungry i'm like same grogu same i love him yeah um succession yeah that's tonight so just yeah. the norm the normal stuff you're not watching Indian matchmaking like I am. I'm not. I'm so sorry to say. I'm. It's a. It's a. It's a joy. That that show is such a joy to watch. It's so like heartwarming and sweet and fun to watch. And even Tony's been watching it with me, although he won't admit it. He'll. <laughs> he'll just be straight up watching it. And I'll be like, <laughs> "Are you enjoying this?" And he'll be like, "No, I'm doing other things." And I'm like, "Yeah, okay." Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's just one of those movies really or one of those shows that's really easy to watch yeah. so i've been watching that because the new season came out but they're also coming out with a jewish matchmaking and i'm very excited about that as well oh like the jews the love their matchmaking i love the matchmaking i love any matchmaking show but it's a new matchmaking show it's like the same format as indian matchmaking so i'm very excited i think that that if it's not out already it's coming out soon a girl so, that i know actually had a matchmaker really and I, I think she's married to the guy one to the guy that she was matched with matchmaker matchmaker yeah make that's me a, a match, thing find me find in the community one of the few catch. the one of the few jewish gals that i know here like in mazel yeah yes exactly yeah. like in mazel <laughs> so excited for more matchmaking shows give me all the matchmaking because it's just it's a lot different than watching regular dating shows like these people are really looking for to get married yeah to a good match yes do they have bio data for jewish matchmakers do you know I honestly did your friend have that? I have no idea how So they it have works. like in an Indian matchmaker, they have like there's this woman, Seema Auntie, and she gets all the biodata. So she has like um basically they're like um resumes. So they have your picture on it and then it's just like um all the things you're like and what you're looking for in a partner. Um 
And she like basically goes around to different houses to different people who want to get married or, or meet their future partner. And she, you know, she gives them one or two and like kind of coaches them through it. And some people like think they're open to it. And some people like some people want too many things. And she's like, you're never going to get 100% of what you want. So it's yeah. just like a really good like learning. I don't know. I felt like it. I love watching it. It's wonderful. And when it works out, I'm it's sure so it's sweet. Be very similar. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. The bio data. It's all about the bio data. Do you Love imagine that. just someone no. comes to your house and is like, what do you want? Okay, here's someone. Here's a printed piece of paper. I feel like I would hate that. The hopeless romantic in me would be so bummed out. But it's so romantic. It's probably one of the most romantic shows because when it works out, it's so sweet. Like, it's so sweet. They don't like... The only like the because she goes all over the world. So there's like couples mm. she's doing matchmaking for in India. Or okay. there's also couples in like Europe or there's couples in America. Um, so you get kind of so you, she works with different cultures, but everyone's, you know, of Indian heritage. So um, it's very interesting. And then they, they get into the whole caste system because there's like there's so many and there's so many different dialects uh and and languages in india so it's like people have very specific things they're looking for um and other people just don't care so it's just like really i don't know i'm learning a lot about indian culture while i watch it too that's really educational yeah it's 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 a good show i would recommend if you're looking for something light and it's it's entertaining some people you're like Oh, I hope they find love. And some people are like, mm, maybe they're not ready for love yet. <laughs> <laughs> they're not ready yet. They need to work on them first. I love that. Anyway, Indian matchmaking on Netflix. Noted. <sighs> All right. <laughs> it's enough. We can close <laughs> out now. <laughs> the only horror podcast that talks about Indian matchmaking. It's true. It's Coming true. Coming at you. You're welcome. <laughs> All right. Well, until next week, then, when we start our Saw series, uh, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. Mm, bye. bye.